Hello, listeners. You are listening to another episode of That's Entertainment. It's 2022. We're still going strong. I am still your pop culture maven, Jeff Malone. With me, as always, I caught her. Oh, I almost caught her in a yawn, but she's good to go now. Live from Hampton, Maine, is my Aunt Beth Woods. Hello. I know. You almost, I don't know why. I'm yawning. Maybe... It's only 7.30. I shouldn't be that tired, but that's okay. I'll wake up while we're doing our little podcast. How long has the sun been down way up there? Uh, Well, it's starting to stay light a little longer. Probably at least between 4.30 and 5, maybe. Okay. It's definitely, but before in December, it was like 4 o'clock. It was already dark. It's crazy. So it's starting to stay. When do you, when's it get dark by you? Uh, It's about 4.50 now. I think we're like a week away from five o'clock sunsets. Yeah. We must be earlier than that. Maybe we're 4.30. I could check. I heard that you were below zero this week. Oh, geez. Tuesday. Um. And then this coming Saturday, it's supposed to be the same. It was, the high was, I think, four. (laughs) And I think on Saturday, the high is supposed to be two. I don't know what it, it's, but it fluctuates so much. Like the next, today was 24, which cracks me up when it feels warm at when it's 24 (laughs) degrees, because I'll go out and be like, oh, this isn't bad. I walked the dogs on that day when it was two degrees, but I wasn't, no, it was four degrees. I was dressed appropriately. So I wasn't that, you know, I wasn't freezing. That's the key as long as you dress right. But yes, I'm not, I don't certainly don't love that, that weather. You haven't had that. Have you had cold? I mean, you never get down that as cold as here, but. Uh, we, I think it dropped to about, about 12 degrees might have been the overnight low on Tuesday. Well, yeah, that's low for you guys. And today it went back up to about, almost got up to 50 today. Oh, geez. <laughs> so I stepped out and I'm like, oh, I can stand outside for a few minutes without any jacket on. And without a coat. <laughs> we can't do that here. Ugh. You, you will be able to eventually. Yes. Seasons, a- seasons change. Uh, well, if you are a new listener to Pets Entertainment, perhaps you are, seeing as this is uh, January and uh, it's time for new beginnings. Um, you should know that, well, we, we like to talk about the weather, but that's not how we define the show. Uh, it's uh, me and Aunt Beth. We pick a pop culture topic, a new one each episode, and discuss it according to the three Fs. First, favorite, and forever. It's our very own trademarked, not literally trademarked, but metaphorically trademarked way of putting some of our favorite movies, TV shows, etc., in context. Today, we're talking about uh, West Side Story. I made a new one recently, and there is an old one, and it used to be on the stage, and then it was on the stage again. I will mainly be focusing on the movies, but uh, yeah. And Beth, we haven't uh, talked, uh, we haven't podcasted together in quite a while, so. I know, I was thinking that. What's going on? Like the mid-December when we did the last one? Yeah. must Probably have been, like yeah, four or we, five weeks ago that we wow. recorded our, our Christmas movies. It's all a blur. It just feels like that time between Thanksgiving and Christmas was just crazy. And now we're... It feels like it was just a week ago and also like a year ago, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, it was a year. My kids are coming up, except for Rory, this weekend to kind of finish our Christmas because my daughter was had COVID and then, uh, so we didn't get to see her and, um, we just kind of had a small Christmas. So they're coming up tomorrow and we'll finish opening presents and celebrating. So that'll be nice. Small Christmas. Could that be in the name of the song or a movie? 
I doubt, I don't think I've heard it used before. Small Christmas. Mm. It would be. I'll have to think about a plot. Yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. had a nice time Christmas with all your happened. family, right? What? You had a good visit with all your family and. Yep, and I hung around at my parents for a while, but then had to go back to my apartment. And I figured I'd better check to see if anything came in the mail. Oh. <laughs> I got, I saw a mail delivery happen two times today in my apartment. Two different delivery people. To your same apartment, to your, you, you mean? Yeah, I have a view yeah. of the mailbox right from my room. And I saw one person come at around 4.30, then another come around 5.15. Huh. And I don't know what, what was, there's there's a lot of funny business going on at the yeah. U.S. Postal <laughs> Service lately. Huh, that's weird. But as long as I get my magazines eventually. Yes. I'm that's satisfied. Important. Okay. Um, well, we, uh, we don't send our podcasts over the mail, but maybe we should. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there would be something fun in that, but, um, you get it fast through the digital airwaves, through the, the, uh, the mailing of, uh, your podcast feeds. Okay. Um, well, we, I just had an alarm, but it's Okay. Uh, I was called into action, but everything's fine. No need to worry. It was alarming. Uh, all right. So, what's that? It was alarming. Yes, it was very alarming. <laughs> uh, Aunt Beth could hear it all the way up from eight states yeah. away. Okay, uh, we're we're gonna go ahead and get into it. So, um, here I'm gonna do a little intro, like I usually do, to set the mood. All right, here we go. And a one, and a two. I like to podcast in America. Okay, to podcast in America. Podcast is free in America. La, 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 America. And uh, that's my audition for any production of West Side Story. I don't think you're going to get hired. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. Not even as um, Officer Kripke? I don't know. Oh. Okay, well... Um, that's okay. Cause I'm fine. Just talking about, um, okay. it is, uh, I mean, I'm not Puerto Rican, so I couldn't be, uh, wait, which is which the Puerto Ricans are the sharks sharks. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But I guess are, are the jets, are they specifically They're, Italian? No, I don't think so. They never really say they're just New Yorkers. Okay. But, well, yeah, they I'm not a native New Yorker, even though I am in one of the five boroughs now. Uh, but anyway, so uh, we're going to talk about firsts in a segment called First. And um, longtime listeners of our show may remember that I didn't see the original movie version of West Side Story until rather recently. So, Aunt Beth, you're our resident expert here. This is like kind of in a way a, a sequel to our musicals episode that we uh, recorded with uh, my sister Katie as our guest because uh, there was a lot of love for West Side Story in that episode. So <laughs> you'll definitely be covering, I think, the bulk of the first uh, couple parts of our discussion. So what what's your earliest memory of watching the original movie version of West Side Story? Well... I actually would have listened to the Broadway album before seeing the movie. My parents had a lot of different, I might've talked about this before. We, they had a lot of different uh, albums from Broadway shows. And I remember we had an old hi-fi as it was called. And they'd often put on, you know, the, the soundtrack from the, was from the play. And um I remember just loving the music, but the first time I actually saw the movie, I was 14, it was 1971. And so I have a feeling it must've been re-released as a 10 year anniversary because I would have been 
uh, very young. I, I guess I was uh, almost 15, I guess, but no, 14. Um, so I went with um, two of my close friends to see it. And what stands out the most is I don't want to, if people haven't seen it, I'm not going to say specifics, but at the, when the movie ended, my, one of my friends and I were sobbing, not crying, sobbing, you know, like when you have tear, not just some movies, I get teary, but we were like, <laughs> and my other friend looked at us like, what the heck? She was so embarrassed. And that's how I, um, what I think, you know, that's what stuck in my mind, but just absolutely fell in love with the movie from this, this, you know, the moment I had seen it. And I don't see, even if I really like movies, there's not a lot of movies or TV shows even that I, you know, would watch repeats or see again. Um, so, but I bet West Side Story is one of the ones I've seen the most times. I couldn't tell you how many, um, but it's probably I, maybe between five and 10 at the, that's even a lot. Cause I do, I just don't, I feel like it kind of ruins it if you just keep watching it and watching it. So, um, but that's my first remembrance. Did you want me to talk about the new one yet or wait till you? Um, well, I'll when? say my uh, first memory quickly. Okay. Which was near, uh, uh, almost two years ago at this point, uh, like, uh, May 28th, 2020, I looked it up because I I keep track of the dates of when I watch movies on uh, letterboxd.com. And you know, so that was a, a couple months into the first major portion of the pandemic that is still yeah. going on. Uh, and that, that was the Thursday after Memorial Day, a Memorial Day that I spent still hanging around in Brooklyn and... Um, yeah, so that was a, a good memory because then I got to talk about it with you and uh, Katie soon afterwards. What made uh, you decide to watch it then? What's that? What made you decide to watch it then? Uh, the fact that we were doing the musicals episode. Oh, okay. I so like you... I got, I should bulk up on my musicals. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So okay. I um, got a free trial subscription to Stars for a week because that's where it was streaming at the time and uh, then watched it in my apartment, which is not my current apartment. It was uh, my Bushwick apartment, not my, uh, now I'm back in Bed-Stuy. Maybe I, I should have gone to my sister's apartment because she actually lives on the Upper West Side. Oh, okay. So you uh, watched it almost 50 years after I watched it. <laughs> that's, that's right, yeah. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. and you're not that much older than me no no but, but you didn't watch I mean a lot of older movies you've seen but this was one for some reason that you had never watched so yeah I mean there's there's so many I, I've watched a lot of old movies but there's still a lot of them still out there waiting to oh, be yeah. watched I feel uh, like I'll never never catch up yeah, well, we do what we can. Yeah. Um, when Peter, we meet Peter at the gates of heaven, uh, I don't think he'll ask us, did you watch every movie? I think he'll watch, <laughs> he'll ask, did you watch enough movies? Okay. Hopefully and we then can I'll, say yes. And then you'll say, can I rank them? Sure, <laughs> yes. Hopefully he'll be into that. Yeah. Um, but one of the reasons I don't haven't watched as many old movies as i've liked it was because new movies keep coming out like a new west side story so and beth what what's your earliest memory of hearing about the this version directed by steven spielberg okay. i guess i must have been about two years ago because it was a, supposed to be released december of 2020 mm -hmm. so i might maybe heard about it in 2019 but what i remember when i first heard about it was thinking no why are they remaking my favorite movie um i was really i don't know i just 
it was just a weird feeling like what, you know, why do they need to do that? And, and it's my favorite movie of all time. And then I thought about it a little more and thought, well, I guess if anybody could redo it, I'm glad it was Steven Spielberg. But um, yeah, that was the first thing I thought of though, was why? <laughs> so, but you, you probably heard about it before you even had watched the original one, right? Yeah, I must have. And I feel like it was, I, I don't have a, a very specific memory, but I feel like it was, I have my memories of that tied closely together with the most recent Broadway version. Because mm -hmm. I remember when I saw the, which I think was on the stage in, I, th I think 2019, um, I know it got in there before Broadway shut down due to COVID. Uh, and I remember seeing commercials for that. And I think when I first started seeing commercials for that, I already knew that the new movie had been announced. Oh, okay. So I was um, I, like, I might have been like, whoa, are they advertising the movie already? Has Have they even shot anything? But, yeah. Have you ever seen it on Broadway? No, I never did. Version? I've seen uh, like local plays, but no, I never saw it. Um, my friend Lynn said she saw the newer version and <laughs> she said, it. well, I could talk about that later when we talk about uh, differences and stuff. So, yeah, but no, I never saw it on Broadway. Okay. Uh, well, are we ready to move on to the favorite section, do you think? Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, I think we'll have plenty to talk about here in uh, section number two, favorite, because we've we've already established uh, that is uh, that West Side Story is one of Ampeth's favorites when it comes I, to just about is, anything. <laughs> it's, it is my favorite movie and, of all. And if it's not clear enough already, I, I do enjoy it. Not as much as Aunt Beth, but enough to be able to say, hey, I here's what I liked about it specifically. Oh, and that's, that's what we're going to do now. So, um, all right. Yeah, I got a few questions here lined up for us. So what's your favorite song and dance number and or scene from the original okay. movie? Well, uh, and being as we keep saying being that it's my favorite movie it's very difficult to to pick one um because personally i think they're all absolutely fabulous the song and dance numbers um i probably would have to pick america uh just because of well the amazing dancing plus the amazing lyrics i think to that to uh song um, yes, we heard me paraphrase them a bit earlier. Yes, <laughs> probably been done some before. Uh, but, you know, I could pick any number and just sit and watch it again. I think that the uh, choreography is unbelievable. And the, the music, I just, I mean, the cleverness of the lyrics and it's just beautiful. If I had to pick... Um, Oh, I, I said that uh, Officer Krupke would be my a close second because mm -hmm. uh, I remember that one probably struck me when I was younger, you know, before even seeing the movie. I remember listening to that a lot on the uh, uh, record and mm -hmm. thinking how funny it was. So what? Yeah, I'm curious. What about you? Since it's not your favorite, but I mean, you said you enjoyed it. But yeah, what would you pick? Well, I mean, I was. Well, I I did watch it the original in its entirety only recently. I was familiar with it. Like the songs are very famous, yeah. even outside of the like they've been performed in other contexts. Like just so I, I'd heard them before plenty of times, and I, I'd seen clips from the movies. Like you know, West Side Story was on AFI's hundred greatest movies of all time lists. Um, but I, America was definitely the one that popped it into my head first as mm -hmm. the best for me as well. And I think I feel pretty would probably be the runner up for me. Mm -hmm. um, 
and then as far as the dancing i think like the beginning really i think is among the most striking like i guess that would just be the the overture as far as what music track it is but you know like the everyone yeah. kicking their legs out as they run out onto the streets mm-hmm. which i think leads into the jet song it's it's like an, like you said the overture leads into when you're a jet mm-hmm. yeah just that opening scene is yeah amazing okay and now we're gonna kind of zoom the camera out a bit and uh talk about what's uh the best experience we've ever had while watching West Side Story, any version, um, whether because of who we were watching it with, where we saw it, or because we had a, a really great snack while we were watching it. Or, I mean, for me, my experiences are a little more limited. I've only seen both versions once each. Um, mm. As I said, I saw the original oh, in my apartment yeah. and I just saw the new one at the Alamo Draft House in Brooklyn. Um, I took myself. This was mm-hmm. a very nice theater. I had um, some chicken fingers. Oh. Um, but I'll, I, <laughs> well, you kind of already talked about your, one of your experiences. Yeah. Your first time. I, Do you have any other great No, times? and that's what I said was probably my best experience seeing it because it was the first time and I was with two close, very close friends. Um, I remember... Actually, I don't know if I feel like I was watching it with Wesley and Elizabeth, but actually I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. So I can't, yeah, I just think, you know, the, the first time nothing could top that because once you kind of knew uh, the story and what was going to happen, it's never quite as exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah i had to say my first time how was your experience with the new one well the new one the same thing i just took myself um and i went it was nice the theater is pretty empty so i didn't have to worry i didn't uh feel nervous being in the theater um and i went with an open mind to see you know because i like i said i was a little leery of it and um but yeah, I don't usually get the food because it's so expensive. So yeah. I just sat and took it all in and enjoyed it. I mean, I almost always enjoy, unless it's, I guess, if it was a bad movie. But I usually enjoy the whole uh, going to the movie experience. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I, I think I've enjoyed it especially well a bit because I, I hadn't seen any movies over the holiday break so i it had been well actually i saw something the day before i saw the matrix the day before but before that it had been about two weeks since i'd seen anything in the theater which is like an eternity for me for you that yeah. is yeah for most people that's like oh <laughs> just saw it yeah. so yeah, it was definitely i had that feeling like yeah i'm back in the theater so and yeah and mine- it, does, it feels good that we can mm-hmm. do that now yeah, and my, the few times that I've been to, I've seen a couple others, and it hasn't. It's never been crowded. So, um, I was a couple weeks ago. I was going to go, but there wasn't much playing, um, and I said, "Oh, there was something that I could watch at home." So I said, "Oh, I'm not even going to bother going." <laughs> but, um, uh, but usually, yeah, I do like to get out and go. Then you talked about um, if there were any parodies and my, I'm just boring on that. I just couldn't even think of any. I'm sure there must be like when you just now, when you were singing America, there's probably people that have done versions of that. And, um, but nothing came, I couldn't think of anything. Could you uh, remember any? Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, that's how I I was kind of talking about it already. That's how I, first came to know uh about how i first became familiar with west side story was through hearing the songs in other media and Ooh. in particular i heard uh it on a show that i heard uh that introduced me to a lot of music uh the muppet show they hey. had uh, a 
I'm gonna send you the link right now in the in the Zoom chat. Uh, they they called it the whatnots. One of the whatnot Muppets did a performance of "I Feel Pretty," and mm-hmm. it starts out as like a um, a female Muppet, and then and she's looking in the mirror, singing "I Feel Pretty" to herself, and she keeps changing her wig and her nose and all her facial features. And at the end, she's like a man singing with a much deeper voice than she started with, uh, and like so, so that that's the. The, that was my introduction to I feel pretty. Okay. <laughs> I, I, it taught me that you could feel pretty no matter how you dressed yourself and how yeah, you Yeah, that's a good lesson. And then the other, uh, this is more of a parody, and I'll, I'll send you the link to it as well in the Zoom chat. It's an SNL sketch from the mid 90s, and it's two gang two street gangs called the cobras and panthers so stand-ins for the sharks and the jets and they're i think we see the panthers at first and they're talking about their plans to confront the the shark the cobras and then at some and robert downey jr was the host of that episode at some point his he just starts breaking into song and then one of Mm -hmm. his fellow gang members played by norm mcdonald's is like what the hell was that? Why did you just start singing and dancing? So he, like everyone else besides Norm's character is singing and dancing while he's the one non-musical person who's like, what the heck is going on here? Why are you, why are you doing this? Why aren't we fighting each other? Which I think is like a common, that's like the common cool criticism of West Side Story. Like, why or are these, any, these tough guys? A lot of musicals, not just West Side right. Story, or people that don't like musicals say it's it's not very realistic when you're going to just yeah. break out in a song. <laughs> but uh, I I figured SNL must have had some kind of parody of it, but I couldn't think of any. So that was in the '90s, you think? Yeah, I. Uh either 96 or 97 oh okay yeah actually i'm on the youtube page for it right now it says season 22 1996 so okay yeah that's funny i vaguely remember that as you talked about it that sketch yeah were you watching snl in the 90s at all oh yeah i've watched it from the start but there's been times where you know depending who the uh cast is sometimes i watch i i always would tape it and sometimes i'd kind of zip through the tape if i didn't like you know who who it was but yeah i was watching then well speaking of did you see who's hosting this weekend's show what who is it it's it's very relevant to what we're talking about oh is it one of the people in from west side story yeah one of the new uh cast members oh i didn't i thought i saw a commercial quickly and i didn't recognize the name of the singer the musical Uh, guest well the uh the host is ariana debose who played um uh, who oh, plays maybe I didn't. Rita, and right? that's the Anita. I bet I didn't recognize or, her name. Or Anita, rather. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, when I saw that name, and then I saw the uh, musical guest, and I didn't know that name, I'm like, what's going on? With that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so if, if they had said the the new Anita, you would have recognized yes, it. Yes. Um, the, the musical guests they re- they announced it was Roddy Rich, but he had to pull out because he was he had a COVID exposure with a close contact. So yeah. the the replacement musical guest is Bleachers. Yeah, I just saw that today on something. So okay, oh good, I'm glad she's. I'll be anxious to see her. Hopefully, uh, they'll, they'll obviously do something about West Side Story then. Yeah, my prediction is that she will sing during her monologue. Yeah, probably. She was had a great voice. I think she just got a Screen Actors Guild nomination. They just announced that yesterday, I think. Okay. 
All right. Well, um, do you have any uh, trivia prepared? I do. I actually one about I have two because I did one about the original movie and one about the new one. I thought I was being very clever. All right. So um, they're a little hard, I think, but you might know them. Okay. So from the 1961 movie. West Side Story was the first film to win a Best Director Oscar for two directors, Robert Wise and Jerome Robbins. And then this didn't happen again until 46 years later in 2007. Do you know know who won it and for what movie? I believe I do. Um, See, I thought, okay. uh, I think it's my second favorite movie of this duo, the Coen Brothers. For No Country for Old Men. Very good, yeah. What's your first favorite movie of theirs? Uh, Fargo. Yeah, that's my favorite. Good job. Okay, this one it seems much harder, but we'll see. So this is for the tw- uh, new Steve, uh, 2021 movie. Steven Spielberg and the screenwriter Tony Kushner previously worked together on two o- other films. Can you name those? I know Lincoln is one. Yeah, that's the late 2012. And then there's an earlier one. Um, I wouldn't have known these at all, but proud of you for getting. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess Amistad. No. I could give you, do you want the year? Uh, give me the decade. It's in the 2000s. Munich? Yes. Oh. How did you know that? Very good. That's I think, 2005. I, yeah. I that figured was it was, it had to be one of the historical ones. Mm. Yeah, I, that, I wouldn't have known that myself, but good job. Do you have one for me? I do. And this one, this might also be a little challenging, but I'll okay. see. Need to do it. So Rita Moreno, star of both West Side Story movies, is also an egotter. She's uh, won an, at least one Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Uh, we already know she won her Oscar for West Side Story. What did she win the other awards for? So Indeed. she's won two two Emmys, a Grammy, and a Tony. I'll tell you the categories she won for. So. Okay. Emmys, she's won for these are categories that don't really exist anymore. But so she won in 1977 for outstanding continuing or single performance by a supporting actress in variety or music. Jeez. Oh, Here's in a hint. Seven, we mentioned this show earlier. Not SNL. <laughs> no, but kind of similar. The Muppets. Yes. She was, on, she was on the very first episode of The Muppet Show and she won an Emmy for it. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. And then she won again the very next year, 1978, for Outstanding Lead Actress for a single appearance in a drama or comedy series. So this was like the f- former category name for guest actress. Oh, yeah, but they put together drama and comedy apparently well it it was a drama i'll tell you that okay in 78 yes and it was a series or a special a series oh man i don't think i'd get i'd know it was a, a detective show one of the biggest detective shows of the decade um What's the one? No, that was later than that. Um, I'm thinking of uh, what's the one with uh, before NYPD? There was one in this, but I think that was the 80s that I'm thinking of. Are you thinking so, of Hill Street Blues? Yeah, that was yeah, the 80s. It's not right? that. Um, oh, oh, is it with um, Columbo or one of those? No, but it's it's similar to that. Do you want me to give you the star? Well, I may for, 
I always mix up Columbo. Columbo's Peter Falk. And James, is right. it James Garner? Yeah. Yeah, it's the other one remember? that I can't think of. I always mix those two up. Um, part of the so title it, was like the president, the last name of the president at the time. Who was 19. president in 1970, or not 1978, earlier in the 70s, who was the president? Well, there was Nixon and who, Ford. Right. So Ford is in Ford. this title. Oh, my God. And what's you, you something just... that you see on the ground <laughs> that you might stumble over? Oh, oh Ro- Rockford Files. Yes. Well, oh, Ford. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. So, yeah, I, I don't know why I mixed that up with Columbo. And she got an Emmy for guest as a guest on that. Yep. Okay. Um, for the episode, The Paper Palace. Okay. okay. And she, okay, so she won a Grammy in 1972 for Best Recording for Children. And I'll give you a hint it was a. A, I guess an album based on a TV show, like a kids aimed yeah. TV show from the 70s. Like a kids what TV show? A, it's a show aimed at kids. Oh, okay. Not from like Sesame Street. No, but what's something similar to that? Or Mr. Rogers. Or. Yeah, I don't know. That one, I'll know what I think when you say it, because I feel like I've... Uh, do you want me to just say this one? Yeah. The Electric Company. Oh, okay. okay. And finally, her Tony was in 1975 for Best Featured or Supporting Actress in a Play. Oh, boy. 75. Was it, and it was a musical? I uh, no a play, oh. not a musical. There was oh. a movie version of it that came out a year later that starred that she was also in. And who did uh, star? Though so the movie starred Rita and also Jack Weston and Jerry Stiller. Uh, I'll read you the plot. It's a farce set in a gay bathhouse in Manhattan where unsuspecting businessman Gaetano Proclo, a heterosexual, has taken refuge from his homicidal brother-in-law, Carmine Vespucci, a mobster. Gaetano stumbles across an assortment of oddball characters, including a rabbit, chubby chaser, go-go boys, a squeaky voice detective, and Googie Gomez, this is uh, Rita's <laughs> character, a third-rate entertainer with visions of Broadway glory. I don't know. It is called The Ritz. Oh, see, I would never know that. Interesting that you either. said that because I don't know if this is true. For some reason, I thought Rita Moreno was the first person to ever have the EGOT. Because I remember hearing that many, many years ago. Now there's so many. And I, I used to think that she was the, because that probably would have happened in the mid-70s then. Were all those things uh, in the, so what? She completed it in uh, 1977 when she won her first Emmy. But there was, yeah, I she think... was actually the third to complete it. Oh, okay. Uh, Helen Hayes um did it just she also completed in 1977 but at the grammys which i guess were held earlier than the emmys there was someone who the first person completed it in 1962 oh wow and it's actually it's another uh musical person uh richard rogers oh okay Yeah, I don't know why I remember thought I had heard that she was close anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So shall we uh, move on to the forever section? Oh, yeah. Flip your paper over enough? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Forever! Forever! 
right. Forever is where we take stock of where we are and look ahead to the future. And okay, that's um, yeah. The where we are now is the new West Side Story, and maybe there will be new versions in the future. Maybe another one sixty years from now. But um, yeah. So let's finally hear it. Uh, what's what uh new wrinkles did this uh, Spielberg version add? Uh, to the West Side mythos, and uh, where does it rank for you among uh, the all-time great movie remakes? Well, Wrinkles, I wasn't sure. I I just was looking at trying to compare them and see if there was a, a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing that I thought was noticeable but, and also beneficial was that the casting of the Latino uh, actors to play the roles right. of the um, the Puerto Rican, you know, act uh, characters. Characters, yeah. yeah. Um, I enjoyed the new version very much, but this is. I came out of the theater thinking it's almost the exact same movie. Yeah, and so, but then I thought, okay, but I don't know if I would have enjoyed it if if it was a lot different from the original. <laughs> so I was like going back and forth. And then I'd say, to, then I'd ask, but why did they, if they remade it, it was really almost the same movie. Um, and that's where, when we were talking about the Broadway play that was just came out recently, my uh, friend Lynn went to see it and she said she didn't like it because it was a lot different and it was kind mm. of, unusual like they were I don't know if they were I I should have asked her specifics but she said she didn't like the the direction it went in so I thought okay so if if Steven Spielberg had changed the the um, movie around a little then I probably wouldn't have liked it so um yeah so I'm kind of like torn you know I I mean I thought how can you not enjoy it it's the same movie it's a beautiful music and singing and dancing um but yet i don't know i'm just still torn because i guess i think well maybe they didn't really need to do it you know redo it so yeah i read um i read one review in new york magazine and uh, the critic in there uh, bill gibberry he pretty much raved about it it's like i i like this significantly more than the original but then he he said i have to admit i was never really that much of a fan of the original so um i think if you're i think that might be the key to like fully embracing this version like if maybe if you appreciated the original but weren't like the biggest fan about it you can might be able to appreciate the differences that this one had to offer. Um, I mean, for me, the one major difference that I noticed was the uh, character of anybody's. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like pretty much clearly uh, identified as a trans man. And I think in the original it was never really Um, clarified yeah Um, that's true and yeah so this time around anybody's was played by iris minas who is a non-binary actor um so i I thought that was interesting because you know like trans people are much more visible i think than they've ever been um but they certainly existed 60 years ago so yeah, I find that interesting. Like, how do you tell that story about them in the past at a time when they were mostly ignored by culture? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, so that just caught my eye because, like, that's not something I've ever really associated with. It's it's not part of the most famous iconography of yeah. West Side Story. But it's interesting when you're talking about it like that the name given was anybody's like right. that maybe back then, you know, it's just a, like, it could have been portraying that, but I, 
I know back then I wouldn't have even been aware of it or thought of it, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you know, I, I have to go back and look at that character again from the original um, to see maybe they were trying to portray that. And in, in that, that's why they were given that name, but I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. You have to, unfortunately we don't have, um, Stephen Sondheim around anymore to ask him what his I know. thoughts were about that. And Leonard Bernstein already passed away a few decades ago. Yeah, most of them. Rita Moreno must be one of the only people. Well, I think Riff, the guy that played Riff, I think is still alive. Uh, Richard Bamer is still alive too. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah. But so you like the movie, though? I mean, did you enjoy this new one? Going to see it? And yeah, um, I think it'll probably be in my top twenty for movies of twenty twenty one. Yeah, I mean, it's. Um, it was one of those movies where it's like, yeah, I had a, a good time. I it was solid i i did i'd recommend it to just about everyone mm-hmm. um but and i think i'd have probably about the same reaction if it were just a completely new original musical mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean it's it, it's funny with remakes like this where they're just different enough to stand on their own but so similar to the original that it's like Yeah, you're kind of like, yeah, I enjoyed it, but did did it need to happen? Yeah, that's what I that's what I think I felt. I did like the the Danita and Maria were Mm -hmm. just their voices were beautiful and they were beautiful too. So yeah, but whatever. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Maybe it got a whole new generation to see it. So. Yeah, that's, that is that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah. Unless you, um, so I guess we'll uh, wrap it up as we usually do with uh, if we've got anything to promote uh, that we've we've got going on or anything that we'd like to recommend that you can enjoy with your aunts and or nephews. All right, Beth, anything well, going on? Nothing to promote, but there were a lot of new. Uh, shows coming up that sound really good um i could just mention them quickly there's going to be a like they're not really calling it a remake but sort of of the fresh prince of Mm bel-air coming in february on peacock which sounded like a lot of fun um there is a movie or no not a movie a show coming on netflix about wednesday from the adams family which sounded really fun Mm -hmm. to me about her teenage years and that's on netflix didn't say when that was coming um there is uh gaslit which sounds very good unfortunately i don't get i think it's on stars with julia roberts playing uh Martha Mitchell, did you read about that one at all? She's, yeah, well, because I think you, these were all in Entertainment Weekly's yeah. preview for the year. Yep, and that sounds... She's the wife of uh, President Nixon's attorney general. She tried to expose the Watergate scandal, so that sounded good. And then... Um, oh, I'm looking I'm looking at the Wednesday show. She's Wednesday's played by Jenna Ortega, who I just saw in the new Scream movie. And, oh, okay. uh, I liked her a lot in that. She also played young Jane on Jane the Virgin. Oh, I can picture her when you said that. I know who just who she is from Jane the Virgin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yeah, I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, oh, and then this, <laughs> this isn't till May, but the League of the Super Pets, DC League of Super Pets. Mostly I because it's Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart as the voices, mm-hmm. and I thought they'd be fun together. And then, of course, I'm very into it's the final season of This Is Us. So people mm-hmm. that are, there's just been two so far. So if people want to 
get into that. I'm going to be very sad when that ends. I might watch the se- the finale. I've only seen a handful of episodes oh, okay. so from the I've seasons done that thus on a far. Couple shows that I yeah. I did that with How I Met Your Mother, um, The Big Bang Theory, a couple shows where I've hardly seen any, but I was like, I'm going to watch the final one. So, um, yeah. So that's those are all coming up in the next few months. Yeah, yeah, year with uh, plenty of opportunities. I'll, of course, mention as usual uh, that Ken Jong, you've still got an open invitation uh, if you'd ever like to guest on this podcast. And uh, we have a Patreon now if you'd like to support us that way. And I'm um, also in the midst of writing my best of 2021 lists on jmoney.com. I've, I've, posted, uh, I've made my list of my favorite podcasts of the year. Uh, the favorites besides our own. I, I didn't think it was quite fair to include that one. Um, and then I'll, I'll recommend a show that's been on for a few weeks so far. That's My Jam, hosted by Jimmy Fallon on NBC. It's oh. like um, it's a, well, it's a game show with a bunch of music games. It's like music Is it trivia. For kids? I think the whole family can enjoy it. Oh, okay. For some reason, I was thinking there was a kids one, but this, okay, that's my jam. Uh, they're on one of the episodes so far. Uh, Josh Groban was one of the contestants, and he had to sing a karaoke version of Staying Alive, and he had to alternate. Be- it was a uh, berry oaky. So he had to alternate between impressions of the very high voiced Barry Gibb and the very low oh voiced God. Barry White. Hey everyone, Jeff from the future here, just chiming in to correct uh, the record here. Josh Groban did a karaoke version of Total Eclipse of the Heart, not Staying Alive. I got a little cockeyed there because Barry Gibbs, Staying Alive. Anyway, Total Eclipse of the Heart. I can uh, see if... him do it. He, yeah, he's funny, Josh Groban. I'll have to look. When is that on? What? um, That's on uh, Monday nights on NBC, right after Keenan. Oh, okay. Which I think has been much improved this season. I've been enjoying the second season of that show so far. Yeah, I've enjoyed that too. We could maybe do an episode about Keenan since he's had such a long career. Yeah, you could have the your cousins on that one because they watched him from the start it's from all that or uh, do you think they've been watching i don't know if i i doubt wesley has because he doesn't watch much i don't know about rory then we'll have to check in with him yeah we we can figure that out off off mic yes uh and also uh you can leave us a review uh, and we'll read it on air and uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And I guess, is it time to say goodbye already? It is. What is good night? Okay. Keep your remotes handy and your eyes open.